Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1581. The topic is Q&A and the title is Addressing Knee Pain. So, uh, this actually came up kind of in two different ways recently. One of the ways is we have a board at our gym in which the members can write down any questions they have, and then I'll make a podcast and I kind of write what number the podcast was under their question, and it's just a good way to kind of prompt the members to interact more with the podcast so that way they can uh, learn as much as possible. <laughs> and then also one of my clients who's a personal trainer had a question about general approach to addressing knee pain. So the gym member question was specific to kind of pain on the outside of the knee. And then the trainer or client, uh, their question was just a general approach that they could use to address any knee pain that their clients had. So I wanted to go through and answer that kind of general approach component. And I think if the gym member goes through these steps, they're going to find that this will help them as well. So uh, this isn't necessarily in like the perfect order, like you have to do this order every time, but it is the order that I would typically process this. So the first thing is to, I want to look at mobility. This is actually kind of the first two are blended. That's the main reason why I'm like hesitating to commit to which of the two is first. So I would do both. <laughs> How about that? So I'm going to start then with nutrition. So that's going to be one of the main issues is if somebody isn't eating enough calories, that will automatically mean they're probably not getting enough protein. Uh, but if they're not getting enough calories, if they're not getting enough protein, and they're, they're, they're not drinking enough fluids, those components will add up over time to tight muscles and insufficient recovery between workouts. So that'll start to lead to muscles being tight. And when muscles are tight, joints don't function well, and that can lead to annoyance of joints. So for example, when the hip flexor is tight, uh, it's kind of like the upper quad kind of hip flexor area. When those muscles are tight, it can pull on the knee and that can cause some of the knee pain. If the adductors are tight or the glutes are tight, if anything is off on kind of the positioning of the hips, that can lead uh, down to, to the knee and cause problems within the knee joint. So those are all components we want to look at. So for nutrition, what I I typically ask all my clients, like I know their nutrition because I write it for them, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'll ask them, hey, how have you been doing on your calories? You know, uh, some of my clients, I do check-ins every day. Like I don't do the check-in every day, but I check in at least once a week, but I go through every single day in their tracking apps and look at the foods they ate, uh, their distribution throughout the day. We go through all that. And then some of my clients, uh, if they have a really good nutrition background, like over half my clients are personal trainers and a good portion of them actually have really good nutrition knowledge. So we'll just kind of check in every now and then. So if they're saying like, ma'am, you know, my blah, blah, blah is annoying me. So if it's like my knees annoying me, I'm like, well, how have you been on your food? You know, and I know a lot of the trainers I work with, like they have crazy schedules and they're super busy. So, you know, it's not uncommon for them to be under eating, uh, especially like CrossFit. Uh, instructors and stuff like they they chronically under eat for how active they are so I typically ask them how they've been doing on their food and almost always it's like oh yeah you know I've been missing a little bit of food and blah 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 <laughs> so I tell them to get back on their calories you know start tracking that again let's get that under control we get protein in and I'm like hey how much fluid are you drinking 
And we aim for a minimum of half your body weight in ounces of fluid, but I like to have my, you know, more active people be up more towards, you know, an ounce per body weight of fluid. And if they're getting that right, automatically, usually that starts to fix everything. <laughs> uh, and then on top of that, what I add is some type of stretching. Uh, the three areas I like to focus on specifically for knee pain is to stretch the inner glutes, like the piriformis, and kind of like the internal glute muscles that are responsible for external rotation of the knee. So if you go to YouTube, you can search Brutal Iron Gym Cross-Legged Glute Stretch. And that'll help you see a really good, easy stretch that'll open up the piriformis. And this can actually reduce lower back pain. I was just talking to one of my clients in the UK uh, this morning. We were talking on WhatsApp, and he was saying his, his back felt kind of tight. So I gave him this glute stretch, and he's like, man, that's it. you know. And he's like, that's kind of cool that your glutes actually affect your back. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty fun to, to learn how interconnected everything is. So you can do inner glute stretch. You would also look to stretch the hip flexors. And again, on YouTube, you can search Brutal Iron Gym Lunge Stretch, L-U-N-G-E, Lunge Stretch. And then we also stretch the adductors. And uh, that is a Brutal Iron Gym. You can do, again, Brutal Iron Gym Hamstring Stretch. So we have a lunge stretch, we have a hamstring stretch, and those are all on YouTube, you can find. Typically, those three are often pretty much what you have to do. If, if It's very rare that knee pain will be associated outside of these three stretches. So I have clients try these three, and then if any of them, you know, one, two, or all three feel like, oh man, this is actually really tight, then we do it. <laughs> so I have them do it uh, if they can, twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening, and do it a couple days. And then all of a sudden they'll start to say, yeah, yeah, you know, my knee pain is going away. And I said, well, then just drop it to once a day. We do it for a couple days. And then all of a sudden they just, they're fine and they're not doing it anymore. <laughs> but those two things overwhelmingly address most people's knee issues, assuming that the issue came up recently and it hasn't been like a chronic thing. So if they're just out of the blue, man, my knee's been kind of bugging me for the last week, or my knee's bugging me for the last couple of days. Uh, those two things are going to make the biggest difference, which would be the nutrition and then stretching of the hip uh, musculature. Then what you want to look to is if it's a little bit more of a chronic issue, like it continues to flare up or just won't go away, is one thing is to check the technique of pain-related movements. So if they have pain during uh, deadlifts or pain during squats or pain during step-ups or lunges or blah, 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 you would just check their technique. And that will help a lot. So a lot of times, for example, people get their body weight forward into their toes. That'll create a disproportionate kind of pressure in the knee joint, and it overloads the quads, it deloads the glutes and hamstrings, and they can have like a tug on the knee, and that starts to cause that pain. So just making sure where the body weight is, make sure technique is really good. Um, if you want, we do have a podcast, number 721. You can find all of our podcasts on our website, www.brutalearnedgym.com. Uh, podcast 721 is a Q&A podcast titled Common Corrections for Squat, Bench, and Deadlift. That'll be a really good one to check out. Uh, so that way you can see, okay, what are most people getting wrong? What could be a contributor to most people for joint pain related to squat bench and deadlift so again that's podcast 721 so you want to correct that you know make sure their their knees staying properly aligned make sure their body weight is you know staying in kind of the arch 
of their foot. Uh, you just want to really check everything and see, make sure the technique is really good. If it continues, if this is an issue that continues to flare up, it's likely then that there is some kind of technique fault uh, that is causing an overload or a misuse of the joint, and that can cause the problem. The other thing we want to look at is just look at their programming overall. You know, if they're kind of doing like bodybuilding, kind of fat loss, a lot of circuity stuff, um, you just want to check their their overall volume. Uh, we know in podcast 1,437, uh, as a training podcast titled Programming for Greatest Muscle Growth, we talked about the appropriate amount of volume you should have. And per muscle group, it's roughly around 10 to 20 working sets per week. So I've worked with some people who have, like wanting to grow and they're like, man, I want to, you know, get into bodybuilding or I want to, you know, move up in the rankings, get the nationals, whatever. And I, I look at their program and I'm like, holy freaking crap, what are you doing? You know, they're just beating the living crap out of themselves. And they have, you know, 10, 12, 14 exercises, like major aggressive exercises in a single workout. And I'm like, you're, what are you doing? Like, calm down. You can't, can't grow all of the muscles in one day, you know? So we look at the programming and kind of double check everything. Uh, podcast 1437 will tell you more of the details, but that's something we look for is just to make sure there's balanced in body parts. You know, maybe they're doing too many like quad dominant compound movements in the lower body compared to gluten hamstrings. So that's something you want to try to balance out. And then they might be using too many intensity techniques. Maybe, you know, they're doing leg extensions and, and they're doing three working sets and all three working sets have like a rest pause with the drop set and some other god awfulness and it's like dude bring that down <laughs> you know or do that uh bring that down try to lower the maybe do the intensity technique just on the last set maybe just skip intensity techniques for a little while since your knee's annoyed uh just do some straight sets for a little bit you know just focus on good quality controlled movement and don't worry about the intensity techniques the intensifiers for a little bit so maybe they take a month off intensifiers, their knee feels great. All of a sudden they go back into the training and they feel wonderful. You know, so that's something we look for uh, in more of a global view is like overall programming. Now, power lifters, um, I commonly see knee pain and joint pain more, overwhelmingly more, in power lifters who don't do anything other than the big lifts. They do half-ass, mediocre, if anything, kind of warm-ups. Then they just do their big squat bench deadlift and maybe, maybe one or two other movements, and that's it. And then they wonder why everything hurts. And it's like, oh, for the love of God, you know, you got to treat your body better than just coming in and squat benching and deadlifting. That Those programs are trash. So you have to have some some warm-up, some movement preparation. You're not coming into the gym with all of your muscles evenly balanced. You know, if you've been sitting for a while, your hip flexors are going to be tight as hell, so you have to open that up. There's just, it's, it's very likely that the tightness you have in musculatures around your joints are not evenly balanced. So doing some type of movement preparation is absolutely necessary to even out the tightness, to kind of loosen the tight things. So it's kind of like a puppet. If you tied a couple of the strings into a knot, that puppet's not going to move very, very evenly, right? It's going to move kind of weird. Well, if you have a couple tight muscles, say for example, your adductors, you know, and then you go try to squat, it's going to pull on your knee, it's going to tug on some things, things aren't going to work well, and they're going to get a joint pain. So doing a proper warm-up, it doesn't have to be long. You can do a good warm-up in like 10 minutes, if that. 
you know, like I have a stretch routine for lower body that I do before I squat and it takes me eight minutes. That's it. Uh, so you can do this very quickly, very easily. Um, you can listen to podcast 1112. It's a training podcast titled the best Warm Up routine. And that'll teach you how to warm up properly uh, for any movement, you know, whether it's a squat day, bench day, you know, deadlift day, full body day, half body day, whatever it is, uh, you know, podcast 1112 will help you with that. But that's going to be a big thing is making sure you're warmed up properly before your movements. And then when you get into your big lifts, like we said, check for any kind of uh, technique issues. And then from there, the other thing I look for is in their accessories, if they are doing accessories, are they doing them too heavy? You know, so if you're coming in and you're squatting, you know, over 80, 85 percent and you're doing a ton of volume, you don't need to go do, you know, stupid all out leg press or leg extensions, you know, uh, that's definitely going to tick off your knee. So typically with accessories, you're wanting to move like a bodybuilder. You want to be very controlled, no momentum. You're trying to focus on muscular tension throughout the entire time. Uh, we have podcast number 220, which is a training podcast titled Muscle Intention versus Movement Intention. And that talks about the difference of like strength-based or speed-based training, uh, like athlete training, compared to bodybuilding training. And so when you're a strength athlete, you want to train your accessory lifts like a bodybuilder. You want to go slow, controlled. You don't really care what the weight is. You just want enough weight to challenge the muscle, but you're not looking to eke out every five to 10 pounds, you know? So when I do like a bodybuilding chest day, um, you know, I've, I've been training for a long time, but I can, I can sit and do like five sets of say 80 pound dumbbells and if I go nice and slow get good controlled squeezes I can get a great chest workout of that you know I've pressed 140 pounds I've actually pressed 150 pound dumbbells before uh, so I can do more than 80 pounds but I don't need to that's the thing when you get to accessories as powerlifting you don't need to use as heavy weight as possible you just need enough weight enough weight to stimulate the muscle give it some challenge so those tend to be the things that we would look for. The more global fixes is nutrition and stretching of the hips. Then you want to get into like, okay, well, let's look at the individual movements that you're having pain with as a technique. What's the technique look like? You know, and then we can check the overall programming. And again, if you're doing bodybuilding style, like fat loss, general circuits, you want to listen to podcast 1,437. That'll tell you the correct number of working sets, uh, repetitions, you know, that you want for your goal, the proper intensity. How do you know if it's a working set versus a warm up set? How to pick the right weight? All that stuff is explained in that podcast. And then if you're a powerlifter, just if you only do the big lifts, it's absolutely going to de be detrimental long term, 100%. So you want to make sure you do proper warm-ups and movement preparation. And then in your accessories, you want to start doing accessories. You want to train like a bodybuilder, not being explosive and trying to eke out, you know, every pound you can get. Okay. So hopefully that was helpful. Gave you some good uh, general approach to addressing knee pain. Go through all those things. If anybody goes through these and they still have pain, please, please, please email me. So this is sometimes people have some special issues. You know, there's um, one client that I'm working with and he, there's a, um, let me see here. There's a muscle on the backside of your knee that is responsible for kind of like stabilizing the knee joint. This client had an old ankle injury way back when, before we ever met. 
And he was doing the reverse lunges and doing some movements, you know, for fat loss and general uh, conditioning. And the one time I remember asking him, I was like, I was like, your foot's kind of floppy. <laughs> you know, I was like, it kind of falls to the outside. Like, did you ever hurt that an- ankle? And they said, oh, yeah, you know, a long time ago, blah, 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 blah. Well, a couple of weeks into the programming, I mean, a couple of months into programming, they started going, man, my, you know, my knee's kind of bugging me. And I was like, oh, is that on that, is that on that? Same leg as the one where you annoyed your ankle. They said, yeah. And I said, ah, okay. I said, let's look into this. So there's um, Popolidius. I don't even know how to pronounce the actual name of it. But there's a muscle on the backside of your knee that due to the instability of his ankle, he that muscle was cranked and super tight on the backside of his knee. So we've had to do a lot of releases for that muscle and then work on actually addressing the imbalance he has in his ankle. And now all of a sudden the knee is feeling a lot better. So there are times in which you have special situations where this general approach may not fix everything. So if you run into any issues like that, just reach out to me. Again, my email is brutalarangym at gmail.com. If you take the time to listen to this podcast, I want to make sure you get what you need from it. So if you go through this and it doesn't fix everything, please reach out. I promise I'll help you. Just let me know what's going on and we'll work together to get it addressed. Cool. Okay, well, um, if you if you like all the information in the podcast, one of the things I'd encourage you to do is to check out our website, www.brutalarengym.com. We have many services that we can help, a lot of good information. We have one-on-one coaching for both training and nutrition or nutrition only. So if you have a great program and you just want help with nutrition to kind of match that, I can help you with that. And then we also have our live monthly programming service, which is where you get brand new programs every four weeks. And we have a bunch of different topics. And then there's tons of education. So that's the main purpose of that programming is you get brand new workouts every four weeks, but it's a cheap way of doing it, uh, but still very good. It's excellent programming. It's, I've taken people from their first ever power to meet to an elite total with the type of programming that's in there for power building. And then we have female shape development. We have pure bodybuilding. I've helped people uh, first competition all the way to an IFBB pro card uh, and a pro like natural pro card. So promise you that it's all good stuff, but uh, the benefit of that service is there's tons of education. You can get a virtual Q&A with me every single week, ask any questions you want. You have a live Google Doc. You can write in any questions you want, and I answer them every single week. So it's a lot of one-on-one education, which I'm loving, and I really think it's a fun way to kind of do monthly programming because you get a personalized attention that a lot of other companies don't offer. So check out our website for all that kind of stuff if you're interested. And then if you do have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you want to know, email me at brutalironjim at gmail.com. And then if you like our podcast, please share it. When you share it, let people know we answer questions for free. That's the whole point of the podcast is just to help people live their healthiest and happiest life. Thank you to those who donate to support the podcast. You can do that on our website. Uh, Even just $5 a month helps enormously. It's very significant. It adds up and it helps cover the costs. We can continue to do this for free uh, every single day. And then if you like the information in our podcast, you can find more on our social media channels, post on Instagram every day, YouTube a lot. So find us and follow us under the name Brutal Iron Gym. As always, I hope this was helpful and thank you for listening.